Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to my RP life. Follow me on Twitter. Join me on Facebook. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen, because this platform was created for you, the blind and visually impaired community, so that you can share your stories and what you go through. I am your host, Juan. So get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to my RP Life Podcast. I got to tell you something. I'm doing something a little different today. You know when you reach a point where, okay, it's enough. You just, you, you had it. I've been holding this in, you know, with you people for such a long time. But today, my wife said, okay, enough, enough, enough. If you're going to explode, do it on video. Let people understand. Let people know. So I got to do this. And when I do this, I have to have a glass of wine. This is what calms me down. Yes, it's Franzi's wine. Why? Because I love my own wine. You can get it online. Yes, I know. People are going to say, oh, Michael, you're selling your wine. Hey, what do you want me to do? It's a business, people. But you know what? I need to have a glass of wine to tell you what I'm going to tell you today. And let me tell you something, people. I'm a former mob guy. From the time I was born, practically, my father, I know all about that life. Let me take a sip. My father was un under investigation from the time I was four or five years old. I had police around me all the time. I didn't like the government. I had the whole bit. And then you know the story. Okay, I got involved in 1970 with Joe Colombo. My dad is in prison. You know the whole bit. I'm in that life from 1970 until about 95 when I consider myself formally removed. Did time in prison, the whole bit. Arrested 18 times. I was on the street every day of my life. In those 25 years, I lived in violation of God's law and the laws of man. I was a criminal, but I have a reference point for things that are going on today, and I want to talk to you about them. Not a criminal anymore. Reformed, you know that, the transformation. But the things that are happening today, I just don't understand it. How we put these people in office. How do we do this? They're so ignorant. They're so uninformed. They try to shove things down our throats. They try to tell us that they're acting on our best behalf, for our benefit, for our welfare, for the welfare of the country, and it's just the opposite. Are they really that ignorant? All of them. I'm not talking about Democrats and Republicans alone. I'm talking about everybody. It doesn't matter what, what party they're in. Yes, I am a conservative. That's just my values. Why? Because I'm a Christian, because I grew up Italian, and we have conservative values. That's it. Even though we were criminals, we still had conservative values about women, about respect, about honor, about certain things. We had values. That's just my nature. And of course, become a Christian, it's become a little bit, uh, I, I should say, a lot more emphasized in my life. But some of the things that are going on, let me tell you my routine every day. I get up early every morning my whole life. Doesn't matter how much sleep I get. If I get three hours, I'm still up. If I get five hours, I'm still up. Doesn't matter. I'm up by 5.30, 6 o'clock. When I was younger, I'm out of bed. I'm ready to go. I'm working, you know, 24-7. Whatever I did at that time was very aggressive on the street. Now it's different. 72 years old, I get to relax a little bit, but I'm still up every morning. What do I do? Like most people, I grab my phone. First thing I have, a good friend of mine, Christian brother, Troy Duhan, okay, sends me, um, 
you know, a Bible verse every morning and something that I can read. It kind of starts my day. He's terrific with that. So I start with that. Then I get, uh, you know, a, uh, another verse of the day I get from Bible Gateway. Terrific stuff, right? So I'm prepared. Then I start to, I read my social media, see how the YouTube thing is doing, see what other people are saying. I get into that a little bit for a couple of minutes. You know, you have to do that because you're on social media. It's an important platform. That's how we spread the word. That's how we do it. Thanks to all of you, you know, I have a, a fairly big viewership, okay? Then, then what do I do? I start to read the newspaper. I go to the New York Post. I'm a New Yorker. I've been reading it my whole life. It's a little bit more conservative, but I think it tells the truth. That's my opinion. You can disagree. It's okay. And I start to read things that I just can't understand. I don't get it. Let me give you a couple of examples. I'll write them down so I don't forget. Today's paper in New York, crazy New York, and I live in crazy California, you know, the bookends, two crazy, crazy states. Government is out of their mind. We find out that now they have vending machines that cost $11,000, by the way, that we are paying for. Not Well, we are, you know, part of our tax money goes to all of this. Vending machines that sells drug paraphernalia and lip balm. Well, they're giving you lip balm along with it, too, in case you chap your lips, you know, while you're taking the drugs. They got, uh, you know, the pipes that you need. They got needles. Pretty soon they're going to be selling syringes. This is what they're doing. And it's free. All you have to do is put your zip code in. So if you're a drug user, a drug abuser, okay, their theory is they want to give you clean needles to inject this garbage into you. And they want to, they want to make it easy for you. Clean pipes so you don't die from bacteria, but you still can die from the drugs. How insane is this? Rather than spending money to get these people the help that they need, Rather than spending money to try to encourage people to have two-parent homes, okay, where these young kids don't grow up like wild animals and they have the proper, you know, guidance from a male and a female or two people in the house that can teach them properly, right? Rather than, you know, stop this nonsense that's going on in the school. What do you think about that that he's saying right now? Okay. First of all, shout out to Mr. Francis. Must respect for you, you know. Um, can I get a case of wine? But <laughs> oh, if only he would hear this video. Um, first of all, I feel like if he has such a opinion about um, the politicians, he should run for a, he should run for an office. Right. Because I know further on in that video, he will talk about the uh, governor of California run for office run for governor, run for Congress. That's my personal opinion. Um, the vending machines, I'm kind of there with them on it. Because, yeah, it gives the people the... I don't... I See, I didn't know it had uh, the pipes in it, but I did know about the needles. Right. Um, and I do know that there are several programs here in New York where you can go and you can get uh, needles, no questions asked, and there are also places in the bur the five boroughs of New York City that have, uh, well, I don't know what the correct term is for them anymore. I know back in my day, they called them shooting galleries, shooting houses, um, where people go, they shoot up, but now they have medical staff there. 
to supply Narcan should somebody overdose. Right. Um, is it a good thing? I guess kind of, sort of. I do, I am a firm believer though that a lot of this money should go back into the the communities to teach, to give more drug awareness and more drug abuse, well, I guess this is a drug abuse policy, but we're not really teaching people how to turn away from the drugs. We're more or less just teaching them how to cope with their addiction that they already have. Right. Yeah, because remember, he had his sister and his brother who his sister died from drugs and um, other things. Right, and we'll hear about that when we start the video over again. He does talk about that. And also, I have to <laughs> disagree with him on the point where I don't think that I've seen plenty of people become, um, uh, what's a good way of putting it? I don't know, disreputable, and they came from a two-parent home. Yeah wild in the streets and come from two parents home that i disagree with them i don't you know single single family single parent homes are they are what they are and i don't think that really sets you on a spiral for life if you only had a father or a mother yeah to me it can go any other way because whether you're rich middle class whatever poor you know, even rich people and, and middle class people always have, there's always some type of dysfunction in the family. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, so whether they're, they, they're financially stable or whatever the case may be, there's always someone in the family who's, who's always a, a you know what. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they installed three of them, of course, in the worst neighborhoods, okay? The worst neighborhoods. This is how they want to solve the problem. It's insanity, people. Yeah, I can talk from experience. I had a sister died of an overdose of drugs. You know the story. My brother, 25 years of drug addict. You think God have said, hey, sis, don't worry about it. You have a clean needle? Well, she did have clean needles, and she died anyway. And my brother had clean needles because he had money. And he, and he was a drug addict for 25 years. I mean, come on. This is insanity. What are these people thinking? They don't have a better solution? You know what? Because they really don't care. Bottom line is they don't care. Because if they did care, they would think it out properly and they put the money to good use and give these people the help that they need. You don't help them by encouraging drug use. It's the same thing, you know, with gambling. I'll give you a quick story. Years ago, I had bookmakers that worked for me. And in New York, they brought in off-track betting, legalized gambling on the racetrack. The cops at the time came to me and said, we're going to put your people out of business. Now they can come here. They don't need the bookmaker. Really? I says, watch what happens. Because in off-track betting, when you go, they didn't take credit. You ought to put your money down right there. But what happens with gamblers? Most of the time, they lose. So when they lose the money that they can lay out, what do they do? They go back to the bookmaker who gives them credit. So what they actually did, they increased gambling because they made it more accessible. Same thing that's happening now. I'm being called back to universities because I predicted this. I said, the more you give access to these young people to gamble, the more they're gonna, the more they're gonna gamble and they're gonna get in trouble again. That's what's happening right now. 
And just, uh, you know, a little footnote, off-track betting, it went bankrupt. The state didn't even know how to run legitimate gambling parlors. went bankrupt. So <coughs> the bottom line on this, you don't encourage a bad vice by giving them a better method to inject that stuff in your system or a better way or an easier way to gamble. It's insanity, but these are the people that we put in office. I'm sorry. You know, I'll tell you something. When I was younger, I didn't pay attention as much. You know, I was doing my thing. I didn't pay attention, but maybe, I don't know, 72 years old, maybe I'm a little older, a little more cranky, a little more paying attention. Maybe now I got more people to worry about because I got, you know, seven kids. I got six grandchildren, one on the way. And I'm saying, where, what are they going to walk into? What is this country going to be like when we have leadership like this? These are not leaders. These are bosses, maybe. These are elected officials that pulled the wool over our eyes, but they're not leaders. I'm sorry. Let me continue. Oh, this is a great one. The governor of this great state in California, Newsom, is really upset because he now he wants to go after DeSantis, who is shipping the migrants from Florida that are coming over the border that our great president is letting in in the millions. Yes, millions. That's correct. He wants to ship them to a sanctuary state. California is a sanctuary state. Come get an abortion. Don't worry about it. If you get kicked out of another state, come here. We'll give you an abortion. You're homeless. Don't worry about it. Come to San Francisco. Come to Oakland. Come to L.A. Come anywhere. You know, put up your camps and stay here. No problem. As a matter of fact, you can come here. You don't even need a house. You can, you know, defecate on the street. That's what's happening in San Francisco and Oakland. You know, I think three of the top 10 worst cities now in the country, okay, for violence, crime, and homeless are all in California. Three out of the 10, okay? This is our governor. So it's a sanctuary state. Anything goes. You don't even have to have a job. If you need food, go into the local market, make sure you steal under $1,000, and you can just walk out. Right. And by the way, if you need pharmaceuticals, just go to CVS. If you need anything from Home Depot, just go there. Just make sure it's under $1,000. You don't have anything to worry about. I didn't know that. So why are you worried that the migrants are coming here? The doors are open. But now you want to say you want to go after DeSantis for kidnapping? Why? Because you buried this state. We had a $100 billion surplus through COVID. $100 billion. And now we're almost $30 billion in the red. That's how this governor manages this state's money and all the Democratic people that are in office. I have to say, it's a Democratic state. Sorry, people, it is what it is. That's what it is. But now Newsom wants to charge DeSantis with kidnapping because he's busing the people over here or flying them over here. And by the way, before he flies them to California, he says, do you want to go to California? They sign a release. They say, yeah, we want to go. So how's that kidnapping? Insanity. I mean, $100 billion surplus, now with $30 billion in the hole, a year and a half later, okay? Worst three cities in the country. L.A., forget about it. You don't even want to go to. San Francisco, moving out in droves. Oakland, crime-ridden. If you go through the streets, you wouldn't even believe what's going on there. But this is our governor, okay? Sanctuary city. Everybody can come in. Don't worry about it. But now he's upset. Why? But this is the guy that we put in office. We put him in office. So it's everybody's fault that voted for somebody like this. And you know what? They probably put him in office again. I don't get it. I don't get it. We weren't this bad on the street, people. I am telling you, we had, we had better control over who we put in as boss. We had better control over our cop regimes than these people do. Well, some of those things he just spoke about, I didn't even know.
um, how do I feel about this? Like what you said earlier, you said he, you would like to see him run for what? You said president or? No, 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 no. Mayor? I think he should start small. <laughs> yeah, because they supposed to start like at governor point or something like that. Right? Well, you are, I, I think if he has such a problem with the government officials mm -hmm. that he should make a change. But I think that of everybody, if you have a problem with the way this country is, then you become vocal about it and you use it. And he's doing the right thing. He's using his social media platform to voice out what he's mad about. Right. And I get that. And that is his right to do this. And now about that shoplifting stuff, I don't know really if that's, you know, if that's in California. I know that's not around here. I know that they have, um, some places have put stricter, um, I don't, they've told their employees, well, don't chase after them if it's blah, blah, blah. Only because it becomes people have gotten really more, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? More aggressive in their shoplifting. Right. You know, somebody will shoplift something and you never know if they're going to pull out a gun or a knife on you because mm. they want that, you know, $50 <laughs> perfume. Yeah, it's, they're a lot more violent now. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not saying go to California and go to California and you can shoplift and I'll give it to you for free. I really don't know about that. I don't live in California. I know in New York that it depends on where you go and they're going to stop you. Right. Good stuff, baby. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Hold on one second. I'm going to have to do a lot of editing. Rewind 10 seconds. Play. Button. All right, here we go, y'all. We're going to listen to some more of Michael Francis. And another thing, too, go and subscribe. Tell them my RP Life sent you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're two blind um, couples. My beautiful Debbie is my fiance. So here we go, y'all. Video. Video player. Heading. Speech off. Whatever the pride situation is. Why do they need 30 days? Why is it a whole month? No, Let me tell you what I'm thinking pride. about and why I ask you this question, because let's go through some of the things. Okay. Washington, George Washington, first president of the United States, the general that led the battle to give us our independence from Great Britain. He gets one day, Washington Day. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. And by the way, Democrats were all the slave owners back then. They were the ones that fought the Republicans. They wanted to keep the slaves. It was the Republicans that didn't want slavery. Remember that. Abraham Lincoln was uh, a Republican. Okay? Freed the slaves. Remember racism, all this stuff? One day. One day. Okay, let's continue. Valentine's Day. I mean, come on. Romance, flowers, people get... You know, florists, you know, make so much money, that and Mother's Day. You know, wonderful, okay? Valentine's Day, it, it gets people together. It makes you appreciate your partner, your mate. You give out flowers, it's a passionate day. One day, okay? Mother's Day, should we not be honoring mothers? Look what they go through. Just burying a child, childbirth, a rough deal. And then raising those kids. You know, they live with those kids. Mother's Day. One day, Father's Day, okay, for all the good dads out there, 
we deserve some honor. We go through a lot. We're financing these kids. We're living through all their ups and downs and ins and outs. You know, we pay for their sports teams, for their education, everything else. Father's Day, one day. Let's keep going. Memorial Day. Oh, my God. Okay, soldiers that died defending this country left their families without their father, without their son, without their daughter, without their mother even, women that, you know, volunteered. Memorial Day. What more can you ask of people than to give their life for this country, right? They're the true heroes. One day. One day. Let's keep going. Veterans Day. These are the people that fought for us. These are the people that went into the military. These are the people that risked their lives for our freedoms to protect our country. Veterans, okay? I don't want to talk about how most of them are treated. But veterans, should we support them? Of course. One day. One day. All of these. One day. Let's keep going. Okay? Labor Day weekend. Okay? It's a weekend, but it's a Monday. Labor Day. All right? We honor all the people that worked in this country to build this great country, to build America, to put in the roads. Okay? To, 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 to landscape. To do everything that's required to build this great country that we live in. Labor Day, honoring people that worked hard to build America. Labor Day, one day, okay? Keep going, all right? Thanksgiving, big day, everybody loves it, you know? Thanksgiving, you know, Christians are thankful to God just for our lives and the blessings that we have. Thanksgiving, it's historical, the pilgrims, the whole bit, you know, we have turkey, we enjoy ourselves, families get together, what can be better than that? Thanksgiving, one day. Let's keep going. Christmas Day. Doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. Jesus of Nazareth, we got to admit this, people, okay? The entire world calendar was built upon the day that he was born. Remember, A.D., B.C.? It's all around Jesus, historical figure, okay? For Christians, billions of Christians throughout the time that, from the time of his birth until today, billions of Christians, religion, a whole bit, okay nobody has had an impact on this planet the way jesus of nazareth jesus christ has one day one day don't let me forget this and i mean this very important a slip on my part martin luther king was assassinated okay he he died you know for something that he believed in for civil rights i have a lot of respect for martin luther king look what he did he gave his life for something he believed in he was such a powerful force, okay, in helping blacks come into their own. One day, all of these memorable holidays, important holidays, honoring people that made a contribution. Why do we have Pride Month? Explain to me what the contribution is, that they deserve a month, and that that month has to be pushed down our throats. Now, let me tell you something. Let me make this clear. I don't care if you're gay, if you're lesbian, if you're trans, uh, if you're uh, non-binary, I don't get. I I'm sorry, I don't get. When you look down your pants, you're either one or the other. It's male or female. There is no third, you know, thing that... I, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't get the binary thing. But if that's who you are, great. Enjoy yourself. Have a ball. Do whatever you want. We'll pray for you. We don't wish you any harm. As a matter of fact, as a Christian, we want everybody to go to heaven because that's what we believe. We don't have hate in our hearts for any of you. Okay? But why do we have to celebrate along with you? Now I understand 
okay, that the, the, the pride movement are threatening Target because Target removed some of the clothing that they wanted in there, the satanic clothing, satanic clothing that marks children, that goes after children. They gave them a deadline. You got 24 hours or else. I ain't know really? that one either. Really? Again, I don't care who you are. You do your own thing. Enjoy yourself. Live together. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to judge you. I may not agree with you. I may not want to participate in your activities because it's something that I don't believe in. But I don't wish you any harm. But why do you force it on me? Why do you force it on everybody else? Could you imagine if Christians went out there and tried to force our faith on people? We can't even pray in schools. We're not allowed to pray. That's like uh, we're, we're infringing on your rights if we say a prayer in school. Yet, yet, okay, we're allowing information to come in to impact our kids, to encourage them into gender transition. And they don't want parents to know about it. Let me tell you something, people. And I'm saying this, and I don't care who's listening. What? Okay? I didn't know that neither. You can take the boy out of Brooklyn. You can't always take Brooklyn out of the boy. Yes, I'm a Christian. That's but right. I will tell you this right now. Fortunately, my kids are older. I have grandchildren. I don't think they have to worry about it. They're in a good school district. We don't have that nonsense. But let me tell you this. If somebody tried to encourage, okay, gender transition to one of my children, and they tried to keep it from me and my wife, okay, the people that, you know, that suffered through every emotion and every trial that raised these kids that went through with everything through high and low if somebody tried to give them information or encourage them to have their gender transferred all right and tried to keep it from me they'd be in a lot of trouble yeah. i'm telling you right now I, I don't know if i can be able to control myself and as a christian i'm being honest with you i don't know if i could if some teacher or some principal or somebody went to my children and say, we're not going to tell your parents, but if you want to change your gender, okay, if you want to be, you know, have surgery or whatever they want to forget, I would lose it. I'm telling you right now. And I understand some parents have. And finally, we're objecting to this kind of treatment. It's insanity. All right. How you feel about that part? <sighs> okay. Sorry. Yeah. Let's go. Here we go. Once again, much respect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so the problem is that, is that there's Pride Month. Mm -hmm. Right? What, what, let people live. Right, I can agree with that. We all love each other. We're, you know, you just said we're Christians. As a Christian, you love one another, you have love for everybody. So let people who want to celebrate pride mm -hmm. celebrate. Right. No one is tell is coming to your house. Yo, yo, Mike, come on, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go. No one's telling you that. <laughs> yeah. No one's telling you to come to to go to a pride festival. Okay, I went to one on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm just going to say this. It was such an awesome time. No one was overly pushing their beliefs on me. No one was inappropriate with me at any time. You walked around. People said, hello, happy pride, great day, and went on. 
Right. That was it. Right. And I went there with my sister, her boyfriend, a family friend of ours, my two nephews, and it was a great time. Right. And that's because people, some people have in their mind that whether they're gay, transgender, or the other alphabets, pardon me for saying that, but people always have in their minds, oh, it's a, it's a F fest over there. They're going to be touching and, and doing all these perverted things, you know? Yeah. There, but, was, there was nothing inappropriate that you wouldn't see walking down the street of Manhattan. Right. Okay, yeah, there were some gay couples and they kissed. Okay, well, guess what? Sometimes when I was sighted and I was in the mall, I didn't want to see a heterosexual couple kiss, especially if they were an ugly couple. I don't want to see all that, but I'm just saying. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. But, yeah, but people, that's what some people have in their mind. Whether they're straight or not. Well, yeah, even if they're straight or not, I think. But some of these straight folks, they, they're already jumping the gun and assuming, oh, you go to a pride parade, oh, they're going to be all rubbing themselves up and all doing all this stuff in front of one, other women and children who are straight. And let me say, and I can say this right now, there were a lot of families and a lot of children there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, cause you told me um, the day that the the same day when you went and came back yeah. home. The kids were in the bouncy house and doing the bubble thing and yeah. all this other stuff. They saw their friends from school. It was it was just a great time. Yeah, so some some of y'all who who assuming a lot of things, try not to assume because people get hurt that way. Just have an exactly. open just have an open mind and. What's that saying? You can catch more flies with honey? Or was it? Catch more flies with honey than you do with vinegar or something like right. that. More it's... bees with honey than that. I don't know about it. But one of those one of those animals, one of those flying insects. Right. But and mm-hmm. and I understand his you know, I get his point of views about the other days, you know what? But you know what? If you are lucky to still have your parents alive at a certain age or whatever, even not even whatever age you are and your parents alive and you're not giving some kind of honor to your parents every day then shame on you right and the only thing i i disagree with um not with what he's saying but with the the part of um the the name of male and female that thing mm-hmm. i i i agree with what he's saying but um i disagree with the 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 pride part of um trying to change my male to female. I'm not going around telling whether it be transgender or whatever to go and do whatever, you know. I, I prefer that they live their life, do what they wanna do, just as long as they're doing their things respectfully and you know, and being faithful to each other. You know what I mean? Whether they're transgender or gay or whatever, you know, be faithful to each other, love each other. Don't don't go and try to change me because I'm not trying to change you. Exactly. And I, I will agree with him that on some of these schools that keep it 
it a secret from the parents that the child is expressing transgenderism or however you want to put I do feel that's wrong. Yeah. Let let a principal or a teacher say we ain't going. And then my child comes back and says, well, my teacher said, oh, well, my principal said that, you know, I can change my 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 my, my genitals. What? Yeah, well, the, well, you they can't change it, but I know I've I've you seen know what I mean. where, um, a child I won't say a child, but I don't know how, don't remember how old the person the child was. I believe it was it was a girl that was trying to identify as a male, mm-hmm. and the school provided like the. I don't know what the correct term is it the chest binding stuff mm-hmm. and then the the, te- the the parents found out about it and was upset now that that I can understand yeah I I, I think the schools um, I, I think they have a responsibility to set up a safe space to bring the parents and the child into for that conversation exactly our tax monies are paying for counselors and stuff in this school. Let's put it to work. Let's bring these families together as opposed to tearing them apart because of this. Right. And hiding from the parents the, mm-hmm. that, that, that subject or that situation, however people want to take it. <clears throat> because if I ever find out in a PTA meeting... <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, um, so let's go on to the, the rest of this. I think we're almost done. And don't forget, y'all, subscribe to my RP Life and go check out Michael Francis on his YouTube channel. And the reason why I'm saying Michael Francis a lot is because one day I would like to interview him. Yes. All right. So and I like to get a case of wine. Hashtag Michael. Hashtag wine. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put a whole bunch of hashtags. <laughs> And of course, also, if you like us reacting to this video or anything, and you want to see more, and you want to hear more of this, let us know in the comments below. Yeah, that's right. You heard my baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me let me find this. Oh yeah, Michael Francis, if you ever listen to this, we're both blind. And he from Brooklyn. Shout out. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn, the Red Hook section. All right, here we go, y'all. Hold on, let me find this. And what happened here? You still there, baby? I'm still here. All right. Maybe my screen turned up because we were flapping our gums. Hold on. Yep. That's what happened. Speech on. There we go. Trap position. Video play. Button. All right, yeah. So we're going to listen to the rest of this. Video player. Speech on. Who's ever performing these these surgical procedures, they're getting paid for it. There's money behind this. Remember that. They're not doing it for free. They're not doing it because they love your kids. They're trying to change society to adapt to their way of thinking. And what's the end game here? I'm going to tell you what I believe. I believe it's demonic. I believe it's demonic. I really mean that. When you're attacking kids and you're trying to teach them that they... They are something different than they were born to be. And let me tell you something. I do believe, I really do believe that sometimes, okay, a child might be, you know, in conflict with their own identity. I understand that. But they need counseling. They need help from their parents. They need the right treatment. 
Okay, you don't just say, okay, if you don't want to be a boy anymore, we'll make you a girl. And don't tell your parents. Well, if you want to be a girl, uh, if you're a girl and you don't want to be a girl anymore, you want to be a boy, we're going to help you, but don't tell your parents. Who the hell do you think you are to do that? Like President Biden, all these things. Oh, well, they're everybody's children. No, they're not. You tax me. Take money out of my pocket that I would be given to my children. You don't help my children in any which way or form. And, and, and as a matter of fact, you're trying to indoctrinate them into your way of thinking for whatever your grand plan is. But how dare you try to take that right? So tell me, why do we have Pride Month? And let me tell you this, the L.A. Dodgers, what are you thinking? You're bringing a hate group, a Christian Catholic hate group that mocks Christians and mocks Catholics. And you're celebrating them at Dodger Stadium during Pride Month. Why? You think Christians and Catholics are not offended by this or you don't care? Really? That's all they do. They, it's disgusting what they do. And I'm so happy that some of the team, you know, the ball players, are revolting against this because they're Christians. And even if you weren't Christians, who are you, a Dodger organization, Major League Baseball, to bring in a hate group? And don't try to color it any other way. They are a hate group. They mock Christians, they mock Jesus Christ, they mock the cross, they mock everything. And that's something that we should be celebrating in this country? When you can't even say a prayer in public school? I'm telling you, I, I'll be honest with you people, I had enough. What am I gonna do about it? I'm gonna do exactly what I'm doing now, trying to let people understand this is wrong. It's wrong. Where this is coming from in the past couple of years, I'm telling you, and I think Christians and Catholics and people of faith are gonna understand this, this is demonic. It is absolutely demonic. When you try to you know, take kids away from their parents, take authority away from their parents, instead of you know, telling you know, people that you need, to, you need to have two parents and grow up in a two-parent home so that you can get the proper guidance, the proper education, okay, the proper care that you need as a child. And look, I can say this, I was in jail with so many young people, all of them from broken homes, and they all wind up in prison. Go watch the movie, Coach Carter. Watch that movie, because it's real life, where he's telling a lot of the, you know, the African-American kids, you're gonna wind up in jail. They don't have fathers. They're gonna wind up in jail. This is what's going on here. So encourage the right things for the benefit of these children, okay? And don't encourage drug dealers, or drug users, I should say, to have free paraphernalia so that they can take more drugs. Next thing you know, they're gonna be having, you know, what, heroin and cocaine in the machines also? Is that what they're gonna do? Is that how they solve this problem? No, I can go on and on and that. on, but no, I think you get my that. point. One last thing, you know, this, this, is, this is almost funny. It's almost comical, okay? Because they don't know what to do anymore. Okay, Mayor Adams in New York, he comes up with this brilliant suggestion now. Rather than really go to Biden, March on Biden, go there and tell him we had enough. Stop sending migrants here that we can't handle. Now he says that he wants people to open their doors and let them live in their homes. Do you wanna do that? You want people that you don't know, that came from nowhere, that you have no idea who they are. They don't do a background check on these people. They don't want anything. You want stranger living in your house from another country, probably doesn't even speak English, but if he does, you have no idea their background. You wanna bring them into your home? That's the solution? Instead of going to Biden, you're a Democrat. 
instead of getting all your democratic you know mayors across the country that are complaining that these migrants are coming into their cities and they can't handle it they can't afford it they have nowhere to put them instead of you saying you know put it back on us you know open our doors so that we can have strangers living in our household this is america we don't do this we don't do this and by the way who's going to pay for that oh they want to give you a stipend every night to handle it really and on the other hand you know let me tell you this you got 85,000 new IRS agents that are being employed for what reason? You think they're going to go after the wealthy? Biden is selling you that line of bull. That's nonsense. They're coming after the middle class. They're going to eliminate the middle class. You're going to have the rich and you're going to have the poor. That's what they're going to do. And by the way, McCarthy, I got to tell you this. You made a pledge. You said the first thing you're going to do when you get in as Speaker of the House is you're going to knock out that 87,000 IRS agents. You're going to kill it. And you passed the bill in the House, but you caved in with Biden. What did you do? You took a billion dollars off of something of an $80 billion fund, and you knocked 2 billion, I, I think you knocked 2,000 IRS agents. So now there's not 87,000 anymore. Now there's 85,000 IRS agents. They're going to be employed to come after all of us. That's what's happening. And yet they want us to take the migrants into our house so that we can pay more taxes so that we can give it to them and let them live in our house. It's insanity. Why do we put these people in office? Why? Listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Republican, Democrat, Independent, we gotta search for the people that have backbone, that have common sense, that really care about this country and about the people that they were elected to serve. We must do that. This is a critical point right now. This country is going down. I'm telling you right now, and look, I'm a very optimistic guy, but the handwriting is on the wall. If we allow this to continue to happen, we're in a lot of trouble. All right, I'm done. Listen, I can go on and on and on because there's so many things. And you know, people, again, it's not politics. These are issues. Having a migrant living in your home is an issue. It's not politics. Having vending machines in your neighborhood where drug users and drug abusers can go and get paraphernalia that they need to put more garbage in their arms. These are issues, okay? When, when, when migrants are coming into neighborhoods where they're drug infested, where, where people are stealing from stores, uh, where, where the homeless encampments are overtaking the city, this is issues. It's not politics, so please don't say, Michael, stay out of politics. It's not politics. It's affecting your life. Do you not get this? You know, when this Pride Month infringes on your rights because you have to accept it, these are issues. And again, let me make this clear. Gay, lesbian, trans, whatever, God bless you. If this is your calling in life, do it. I'm not judging you. I don't care. I don't wish you any harm. As a matter of fact, I wish you all the happiness you can be, but just don't, you know, you would get upset if I impose my Christian faith on you. Can't do that. There's lawsuits pending because of that. Can't do it. So please don't do it on those that just disagree. We don't want any harm for you, but we just disagree. We're not accepting it. So don't, you know, when we say we're not accepting it, what we mean is you can go to the same locations, you can live in our neighborhoods, you can do whatever you want. It's okay, no problem. You know, more power to you. But just don't do that. And, and, and L.A. Dodgers, a hate group? Really? A hate group? Imagine if you did that to the Muslim faith. 
Why is it always Christians and Catholics that you're picking on? Really, why would you allow these people in Dodger Stadium and give them a, a, an audience, give them a platform, when they're nothing but hate? I don't get it, people. I really don't. These are issues. This is not politics. This is not political. And I'm not here to, you know, to uh, support a candidate. I'm telling you, we have to make better choices. We have to put people in, in office that are going to help and protect us and act in our benefit. I'm done. How do I always leave you? Same way. It's not going to change. Be safe because people, you need to be safe. Okay, living in New York City, living in Oakland, living in Stockton, California, living in San Francisco, living in LA is dangerous. So be safe, especially you ladies. Be safe. Be healthy. Got to take care of yourself, man. You just have to. Okay, especially in this day and age. You got a shot to live longer because of, you know, the advances in medicine. Be healthy. And I mean this. And I mean this to everybody. I mean this to, you know, heterosexual uh, gays, lesbians, trans, whatever you are, God bless every one of you. And I mean that. We don't wish anybody any harm. God bless all of you. And yes, I'll see you next time. Take care. I've got an itch I can't scratch, I'm missing a piece that completes a whole part of me, an open wound scar to see. Everybody come here, gather round, welcome to the freak show, the best in town. What the hell's wrong with me? I don't get along with anybody, honestly. I've been living in my own head constantly, thoughts jumbled round, think I need a new lobotomy. Wait, all these thoughts are too negative, I don't wanna get lost in the sedative. Gotta show them what I got, I'm competitive, you know I'm about to go off, I won't let them win, I'll take a stab, I wanna chase a bag, I wanna weigh, I can change all the things I lack, I gotta face the facts, I gotta taste in that. Got me obsessed with the rest, I got an itch to scratch I just wanna break these chains Always asking for greatness True to myself, I never fake it See no many ones, that I so they get famous And when I say the truth, most really can't take it In spite of everything I've been through, I'ma make it Fake friends, but I'm a downfall, it's toxic Day one, started to outlaws for profit Now all I do is write verses, no talking All I do is put the work in, no option This was everything I ever wanted Created a legacy, all for me just being honest And the fake ones hate, but it's all to no avail They wanna see me lose, but you know I never fail